Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. So today we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Becca, Becca Ribbon. Uh, Becca is the author of the Clarity Journal and she's a coach and she's been doing this for over a decade. So what Becca is going to share with us now today is how to achieve clarity so if you are in that cycle trying you are going back and forth you are not certain of what you need to do uh this episode is for you so if you need to figure out how to you know achieve clarity and maintain momentum in your life this is your episode so you need to listen to becca today uh, without keeping you waiting for that, I'm going to bring in my guest, uh, Becca. Hey, Becca, how are you? Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad to have you here uh, today. So, uh, Becca, I always want uh, my guests to use their own words uh, to introduce themselves to my audience. So, if you don't mind, can you let us know about you, what you do? Uh, who you are, so that uh, you know we can get more connected with you. Yeah, well, I mean, as you said, I've been a coach for a long time, and I actually came up with the Clarity Journal when I was going through my own period of indecision. I had just come out of, you know, a lot of different things have been like hard in my life. Like I, I had a second baby. He was ill a lot when he was little. And, you know, when I was coming back out and trying to figure out how to kind of re-engage the world, because when I was in that mode of just getting through it with the baby and making sure that like every, like the things that I really needed to get done were getting done, I really had let go a lot of the things that I love. And so when I was kind of going back and forth about what I wanted to do next and how I wanted to do it. I was talking to a friend and she stopped me and said, Becca, you're a coach. How do you help people get clarity? Cause this is what you do every day. And I laughed and got kind of annoyed at her, but I didn't say that. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, that is a really good question. How do I help people? And I, I got off the call and I wrote down every single question I could think of that I had asked other people to help them get out of that cycle of stuckness. And as I was writing them down and answering them, I just really realized that it's the power of being asked questions that get you outside of your own head and start looking at the problem in a different way. It's so powerful and it helps you move forward so much faster than you'd be able to yourself. You know, that's powerful. You know, uh, you spoke about the power of question. And the way I put it is everything in life, uh, if you really think about it, is uh, figurative. You know, you just need to ask 
that powerful question. Right. And when we're stuck, we're usually asking the same questions over and over again and not actually getting anywhere because we can't make a decision. And by getting out of that cycle, you actually are able to make the decision because you have more information. So why do you think people struggle with decision making? Uh, And I'll give you a little bit of a background I think it was last week. Uh, I was on the phone with a friend of mine and we were just, uh, you know, just having uh, a gist, uh, just talking. And he, he was telling me that, hey, I always struggle to make decisions. Uh, he was telling me that he will spend hours, days, uh, you know, going over everything that he, he needs to do. And sometimes he will not be able to, you know, move forward. He will get stuck. And I know you are trying to help people to get on stock. So why is it that people find it hard to make decisions? Yeah, I think there's two big reasons. I think the first one is perfectionism. We really want the decision we make to be 100% perfect. Like this is it. I know this is it. Every other answer is completely wrong. And it doesn't actually happen in real life. Like in real adult life, you're not in school anymore. There's not a right and wrong answer. There's just making a decision. And it's uncomfortable to make that decision when both answers probably 85% right, you know, and you just have to choose which direction you want to go in. And I think the other thing that really holds people back is fear, you know, like that, that fear of making the wrong decision keeps them from making a decision. And that in and of itself is actually a decision. Not doing anything is a decision you are making. And, you know, I work with a lot of clients who are younger, but I also have a surprising number of clients that are in their fifties and sixties. And, you know, they've been a lot of, especially a lot of women who, waited until their kids were completely out of the house to start really focusing on what they want. And they're say 55 and it's really hard because they've spent so many years putting themselves second Mm -hmm. that they have a hard time actually really making that decision to put themselves first. And it, it feels uncomfortable. And I think the more that we can get comfortable with the fact that this is the decision I'm going to make. It may be right or it may be wrong, but there are good reasons to do it. And so even if it turns out to be wrong, I can pivot from it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really valuable way of looking at life that a lot of us don't because we're so trained to believe that there's a right decision. My gut's going to tell me the right decision and I'll go forward and it's going to be perfect and fairy tale, like cue movie music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, the fear, you know, of making mistakes and, you know, our desire or the drive to make sure that everything we do is perfect. I think those two uh, can limit us and, you know, really hold us back from making any forward uh, movement. So that's good. Uh, and you also said, not doing anything is a decision on its own, you know. So it's important as people are trying to, you know, figure out what they need to do in life, they must at least take a step. Right. You know, if they do nothing, 
nothing will happen. That's just what you just said. And that's uh, completely clear to me. So you've said uh, why, you've explained to us why people don't make decisions. Now let's talk about how people can, you know, make decisions, maybe quicker. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, I said we, we are not living in a fairy tale, so it's not going to be perfect. So how can people make uh, maybe good decisions? Let's put it that way. Well, I think there are a couple things that really help. I think getting outside of yourself is the biggest one. When you're feeling stuck, like when you were talking about that friend of yours, mm -hmm. that friend is feeling stuck and the stuck feeling, that stuck energy really is depressing. It's depressive. Like, I mean, I doesn't even, I don't even need to get woo woo about this. Mm -hmm. Like if you're really worried or uncertain, that energy just makes it harder to make the decision. So the more you can do to push yourself outside of that. So one of the things that I really talk to people a lot about is looking for people who can help you, um, looking for people who either help you like one-on-one -on -one where you can actually go ask them questions, but also looking for people who are examples that you can go back and read their stories and look at their examples. Cause a lot of times when we, like look at people like say Oprah, you know, mm -hmm. like it's easy to be like, Oh, she's done so much. I put her on this pedestal and there's no way I could get there. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a lot easier if you start with someone who's not quite so far ahead of you. Like if you look for people that are just a couple steps ahead of you, then you can really like look and see what they were doing, how they've done this, take kind of their example and make it your own. Um, I think that one of the other reasons, actually, now that I think about it, is one of the reasons why we get stuck is we feel like we should be able to Google and get the answer. Like the answer is at our fingertips, except that it's not. Because if we don't have the experience to filter through all of the information and decide what's right for us, mm -hmm. then that information isn't really helpful. Like there's a lot of information out there. Like take recipes, for example. Um, I don't know about you, like some of my very favorite recipes, I've gone online, mm -hmm. Googled it, and I'll read the recipe like, oh, this isn't going to work. Like they're missing some key ingredient that that's how I make it. <laughs> and, <laughs> but we have the experience when we're, when we're cooking things that we are familiar with, we have the experience to be like, nope, that recipe is not right. Um, I don't remember what the recipe is, but that one is using uh, yeah. cream instead of butter and that's not going to come out right. Well, it's the same thing. Like say, say you wanted to start a podcast, mm -hmm. like you go online and you're like, how Google, oh. how do I start a podcast? That's you're right. going to get <laughs> hundreds oh, okay. upon hundreds, if not millions upon millions of articles, YouTube videos, just everyone having their input yeah. into how yeah. <laughs> and it's overwhelming if i have never started a podcast which i have never started a podcast i've never if i had never done video editing if i or audio editing if i had never tried to get guests on a show these things are overwhelming and i don't necessarily have the experience to look at those hundreds of millions of articles and decide which one's going to be right for me and that's where human experience becomes so important yes, yes. and we you know in a lot of cultures we value 
like the older generation, because that older generation can give us the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I'm American. I feel like we've in America, we've really undervalued the older generation and at the same time, also just undervalued everybody else's experience. But that experience is really important to help you decide how you want to go forward yourself with a huge caveat. It needs to be more than one person. If you just ask one person, then you're going to end up creating the exact same podcast as Boba. (laughs) Or if you ask, like, if you ask someone who's a sports podcaster, your podcast is going to be completely different. And so you have to be aware that asking multiple people and getting information from multiple people, using them as teachers. So that way you can take their information and decide what's going to work best for you. And that is the case in pretty much every human decision we ever need to make. Oh, so good. I I like uh, what you said. Experience is very important. And uh, you also mentioned the fact that uh, success leaves uh, clues. So Find someone that has done it. Uh, talk to them. Yeah, you can learn from them and you know uh, figure out your own path. So that's uh, also very good. I have a really funny story about this actually because right. I think that this is something that this is why people hire coaches, right? Because mm-hmm. we have experience. I may not have experience in a hundred industries, but all of my clients with all of the clients that I've had, I have a lot of information about each industry and I can help people filter through information. And so I was explaining this um, after my son, I also had a hip injury and I was talking to this woman who was a fitness instructor. She was working one-on-one with me very specifically to help me with my hip injury. And I was telling her this and I, I think our first session and she's like, if I had hired you, I would have never become a fitness instructor. And I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I asked her, I was like, why? why? And she was like, I don't make very much money. So I can't live in this neighborhood. This neighborhood oh. was pretty expensive and she couldn't afford to live there with her family. However, at least in the States, when you, um, when you're a, work, a fitness instructor, you're working really early in the morning. Like, there are people who, you know, really want to hit the gym at 5 a.m. And then the stay-at-home moms come around by like 10. But then there's this huge middle time, probably from 10 to 3, that there's no one to work with. And so then she has to come back to work at 3 and work till 8. And it was really exhausting, especially because she didn't live anywhere near there. So she had nowhere to go for those five hours and she could drive all the way home, but that was an hour away. And it was really. That's tough. Like it's tough (laughs) and and it's tough. And you know, she was right. If she had hired me, I would have, that would have been one of the first things I would have told her. Are you aware of what the schedule (laughs) is like? Because I don't, a lot of people can't handle this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But it's just like taking that information and being able to filter it. And you don't, I mean, coaching's great, Mm -hmm. but you don't need a coach. What you really need is to make sure that you're getting lots and lots of layers Mm -hmm. of other people's experience so that you can avoid their mistakes. Absolutely. So one uh, one way, uh, I know you've mentioned uh, quite a number of ways 
to get that experience. It's also true reading. Uh, I, 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 I went on Amazon. I saw your book, uh, The Clarity Journal. And I'm going to recommend it uh, to people because for me, I, I love simple books that break down uh, what I need to do into steps. You know, that step, I'll be, okay, step one, step two, you know, that way I'll know uh, that I'm making progress. And I'm sure that uh, that's what uh, we are going to get uh, with your book. Uh, you focused, uh, especially on women, uh, you want to help them to break that back and forth uh, cycle. And uh, earlier on, you mentioned uh, maybe uh, for women that maybe they just uh, give baths or they are trying to raise their baby. Uh, you know, they may want, they've been conditioned to not always put themselves first, you know. And uh, I think there are quite a number of women that may be in this uh, situation today. They may want career, they want family, and sometimes it's difficult to, you know, balance the two. Uh, what recommendation, Becca, do you have for people in this uh, situation today on how to, you know, balance the family uh, uh, family uh, issues with career uh, prospects? Oh, I mean, that's such a big question, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a million-dollar question. Mm-hmm. The, I think a lot of times, one of the reasons why I focus on women is because we have a hard time putting ourselves first. Mm-hmm. That is not to say that every man puts themselves first either. I do have a lot of men that I work with as well. <laughs> but I think that it's... It's hard to look at this cute little baby and not say, oh, I need to sacrifice for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't think that it's the right message. It is the message that society gives to women. But I think the right message really is your child is going to be happier if you are happy. And whatever you need to do to make yourself happy, as long as you are covering the basics, like, I mean, feed your kid, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's that's important. (laughs) I mean, there are are cases of true neglect, but Uh assuming you are not neglecting your child, Mm -hmm. you being happy is actually one of the most important things. And I think also, especially if you're raising girls, Mm -hmm. I only have boys right now, but, you know... If you're raising girls, how powerful is it to have the example of their mom really focusing on what she wants to do? Like seeing the example of I can have a good mom who also puts herself first and has boundaries. I think that that is just what we should all be aiming for men and women. It's like where we can do that balancing act of yes. I am going to take care of and love my children, but also I am going to take care and love myself. Absolutely. So it's really a balancing act. And uh, the way you put it is that people should uh, nurture and achieve their hopes and dreams while uh, they are raising their children. So that's uh, important. So um, your book, The Clarity Journal, uh, I want you to, you know, give us one of the takeaway from the book or maybe, yeah, the takeaway from the book. 
So the takeaway from the book really is that the more you can get side outside of your own head, mm-hmm. the better the the end result is going to be. The more that you're not just stewing about it with friends, but really being proactive and focusing on what's going to make you happy. Because the book actually starts off with figuring out what's going well in your life. Because I think a lot of times when people feel stuck, they feel like that everything's bad and they don't recognize the good things that are going on in their lives. So I take them through everything that is going well so that it can be really integrated into whatever final solution you come up with. And I also really do a deep dive into understanding your own strengths, because I think that a lot of times people undervalue their strengths because they come easy. And so if it comes easy to you, then it doesn't seem as valuable to you. It's, it's funny. I will notice with clients I'll be talking to, I will sometimes pause the conversation and just be like, Hey, you know, what I'm hearing is that that is a big strength of yours. Are you aware of it? And a lot of times the answer is no, not really. That comes easy. Like, doesn't everyone have that? And then as I'm talking to them further, it's actually very apparent that they get mad at other people that don't have that strength (laughs) because they're expecting it to come easy to those people too. And being able to really own that, you know, writing is a strength of mine. Um, I also really love brainstorming. Brainstorming is a huge strength of mine. Now, if I just assumed, hey, that comes easy to me, that's not valuable. Well, then I don't charge. I don't ask for raises. I don't, you know, I, and I'm much more likely to take on projects that use other things, other, maybe not such great skills of mine. You know, if I, I'm trying, like, I'm really bad at foreign languages. So I have taken French, I've taken Spanish and I've taken Chinese and I can order food anywhere. Like, I can order food in most parts of the world at this point, oh, yeah, that's, but, that's good. but I don't, I don't have a natural ear for it. And I've never been, even though I've really practiced hard, I've never become able, been able to become particularly conversational. So if I ended up, you know, not really recognizing, Hey, this is a weakness, then maybe I'd end up having a job where I would have to use my foreign language a lot more. And sure, maybe I would improve but it needs to be a conscious decision. This is something I want to improve on. A lot of people don't want to improve. Like, you know, I mean, you talk to a person who doesn't really enjoy math nine times out of 10, that person does not care about getting better at math by the time they become an adult. (laughs) That's right. And, and it's okay. And I think that it's really about giving permission and being mindful with yourself that what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and really blending the two in a way that is going to make you happiest and the way that is going to allow you to spend the most time in flow, like where you actually are enjoying your work. You feel like you have mastery over it and it's a fun, creative challenge instead of just something that is an ordeal or something that is, you know, uncomfortable and unfun. Mindfulness. That's what I'm hearing. And I, I heard uh, intentionality as well, right. because, you know, you spoke about strengths. Uh, it takes a lot for people to discover their strengths. 
You say you like writing. I also enjoy writing. You know, uh, so it takes you know just sitting down, thinking about your life. That what do who, who am I? What do I really enjoy? I think uh, people need to get to that stage in their life that they will be they will be intentional about it. That hey, who, who am I? What do I want? And with that, they will be able to, you know, move towards that clarity stage that we are talking about here. And you mentioned focus. Uh, it's so funny that uh, I think uh, was it last week that I had another interview with another guest. He, he put it this way: he said, "Where the focus is, the energy flows." So uh, it, it depends on what we are focusing on, and that's uh, crucial as we uh, move forward to attaining that clarity. So, thank you, Becca, for sharing that with us. Um, so. For my audience that want to connect with you and learn more uh, about you, I know your book is on Amazon, The Clarity Journal. How else can they uh, connect with you so that they follow? They can follow you and uh, you know read your book and learn more about what you do. So they can find me at my website beccaribbing.com. That's B-E-C-C-A-R-I-B-B-I-N-G. And I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. Yes, it will. It will be. So awesome. So uh, Becca, thank you very much for coming on the show today. I've enjoyed uh, having this conversation with you. Clarity is very, very important because if you are not clear about the path forward, you get stuck. And Becca is here to help people get unstuck. So get unstuck, guys, and move forward. Grab a copy of uh, Becca's book, The Clarity Journal. It's on Amazon. Uh, and you can also check Becca out on our website. Thank you again, Becca, for being with us today. We appreciate uh, your time here. Thank you so much. All right. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Oh, 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 oh,